Welcome to the Our Lady of Peace Daily Reflections Podcast. Daily Scripture Readings and Reflections by the Pastoral Staff of Our Lady of Peace Catholic Church in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Today is Monday of the seventh week of Easter, May 25th, 2020. Today's readings are proclaimed by Megan Rowe, and the reflection is given by Elizabeth Pike, Director of Music and Liturgy at Our Lady of Peace. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. While Apollos was in Corinth, Paul traveled through the interior of the country and down to Ephesus where he found some disciples. He said to them, Did you receive the Holy Spirit when you became believers? They answered him, We have never even heard that there is a Holy Spirit. He said, How were you baptized? They replied, With the baptism of John. Paul then said, John baptized with a baptism of repentance, telling the people to believe in the one who was to come after him, that is, in Jesus. When they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And when Paul laid his hands on them, the Holy Spirit came upon them, and they spoke in tongues and prophesied. Altogether, there were about twelve men. He entered the synagogue and for three months debated boldly with persuasive arguments about the kingdom of God. Sing to God, O kingdoms of the earth. God arises, his enemies are scattered, and those who hate him flee before him. As smoke is driven away, so are they driven, as wax melts before the fire. Sing to God, O kingdoms of the earth. But the just rejoice and exult before God. They are glad and rejoice. Sing to God, chant praise to his name, whose name is the Lord. Sing to God, O kingdoms of the earth. The father of orphans and the defender of widows is God in his holy dwelling. God gives a home to the forsaken. He leads forth prisoners to prosperity. Sing to God, O kingdoms of the earth. A reading from the Gospel according to John. The disciples said to Jesus, Now you are talking plainly and not in any figure of speech. Now we realize that you know everything and that you do not need to have anyone question you. Because of this, we believe that you came from God. Jesus answered them, Do you believe now? Behold, the hour is coming and has arrived when each of you will be scattered to his own home and you will leave me alone. But I am not alone because the Father is with me. I have told you this so that you might have peace in me. In the world you will have trouble, but take courage. I have conquered the world. This week in the gospel reading, Jesus really wants to give the disciples peace. And he also wants to give us peace as well. Whenever we read scripture, 
and we read what Jesus is saying, we know that he is saying it to his disciples, and we know that he is also saying it to us. So starting with the end of scripture, the, he, or the end of the scripture reading for this day, he says, I have told you this so that you might have peace in me. This is right after he tells the disciples that they are going to abandon him in his hour of need and that they will leave him alone. He also reassures him that he is not alone because the Father is with him. And so he says this both to reassure them that he is not alone, but also to reassure them that they can have peace with him, that even after they have committed this great sin, that they can still be united to him and that they can be at peace. We see two instances of this that are opposite in scriptures. The first one is Peter. And Peter, when he denies the Lord three times, afterwards he experiences a profound grief for doing that. But then he experiences the peace of the Lord. He experiences the Lord's forgiveness. And then he goes on to be a great leader. Just as Peter denies the Lord three times, the Lord tells him three times, feed my sheep, tend my sheep in scripture. Judas, on the other hand, he betrays Jesus. And we know that Judas takes his own life after experiencing that grief. He's not able to experience the Lord's peace. He's not able to turn it around and to be the disciple that he was called to be. And so I think that this is something that the Lord wants for each of us. He wants us to be able to move on from our sinfulness and to be at peace in him so that we can carry out his work in the world. And I think that isn't to say that we should be apathetic either, that we're like, oh, sin does not matter. Whenever we sin, it is a betrayal of our Lord, and it is very serious, and we should experience that grief. But we also should move through it onto peace. The sacrament of confession is something that helps us well, both with apathy, that if you are feeling apathetic towards sin, if you are feeling that you don't take sin seriously, if you go and confess those sins, it can help you to become less apathetic. But the sacrament of confession also can help to bring us peace when we take it seriously. And when we truly trust that the Lord Jesus is forgiving us in that sacrament, that he is present there and wanting to extend us his mercy. Now, of course, Jesus accuses the disciples in this scripture passage as well. He's not just simply letting them off the hook and saying, don't worry about this sin. Um, he even is accusing them for not believing in him soon enough because they say, now we know you're speaking plainly and we believe that you came from God. And he says, do you believe me now? So after all this time, the disciples are finally believing in him. And so Jesus does ask us to accuse ourselves and he does expect us to acknowledge that sinfulness, but he also does want to have us have his peace. Then the other section of this passage that Jesus is speaking peace to them is when he tells them to take courage because he has conquered the world, even though he knows that they will have trouble. And indeed, we see this in the gospel of Acts I'm sorry, the Gospel of Acts, the book of Acts, that um, the disciples have a lot of trouble from um, being chased out of towns to eventually being crucified or killed. Uh, Peter, we know, was crucified um, upside down 
which is more painful than being crucified in the ordinary way. And so they have the greatest of troubles. And he also knows that we will have trouble in this life, both trouble for his sake, whether it is just living out a Christian life in this world that is not always merciful, that is not always kind, and also that does not always believe in Christ or believe in God or believe in doing what is right. So we can experience persecution in that way. We also experience other hardships. I think there are no shortage right now with our current pandemic as well of people that are experiencing hardship in some way. And so he wants us to know that all of those things as hard as it is for us to see and as impossible as it is for us to see, all of those things have already been conquered. He has already conquered death. He has already conquered sin. And he is redeeming the world unto himself. And we can't see ourselves how this all fits into that big picture. We perhaps have experienced this sometimes when we were talking to someone um, that they are like focused on this one little detail and they don't, and they want something to change or they want something to be different, but they don't see how this all plays into everything. And if that specific thing changes or if it doesn't work in that way, then how it affects other things in a process. And so we just have to trust that God sees the big picture that we cannot possibly see, that he is a step back outside. Um, outside of time and outside of space that he sees how all of this is working towards good and is working towards the ultimate redemption of the world. So this week, as you are reflecting on scripture, as you go about your week, I invite you to ask for the peace of Christ. We hear in our scripture today about the Holy Spirit. We will be certainly hearing about the Holy Spirit a lot on Pentecost and our other readings as well, that the Holy Spirit is so vital to our life. And one of the names for the Holy Spirit is the Comforter. And so the Holy Spirit brings us that peace of Christ. And so you can call upon the Holy Spirit to bring you peace as well. There's one little short prayer that I want to share with you. There are lots of one-sentence prayers that you can use throughout your day, but one of my favorite is just simply saying, Holy Spirit, come. And so I invite you to invite the Holy Spirit to come with those words, or you can pray a longer prayer if you want. But even using that time of silence and quiet breathing and inviting the Holy Spirit to come and to bring you the Lord's peace this week. For more information about Our Lady of Peace, visit olpmn.org, like us on Facebook at olpmn, and like us on Instagram at olp underscore mn.